Prabhupada's life and soul. He went on that Jaladuta at 70 years old on Friday the 13th of August, 1965. And he suffered heart attacks on the Arabian Sea and seasickness. And he had no money. 40 useless rupees, which had no value outside of India. And didn't even know anyone. He took that risk to be an instrument of mercy. He lived in the poverty of the, of the ghettos of the Bowery. He had his life threatened. He was ridiculed. But he persisted because he was an instrument of that mercy. He was the embodiment of that mercy. And he established Krishna consciousness in a little tiny storefront on 22nd Avenue. And there were a few people with long hair and hippie clothes. They weren't all, you know, following the regulative principles. And he had some well-wishers and a couple people who were just becoming devotees to bring a lawyer. And he incorporated the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. This was bewildering. There was only a few people taking a little bit of interest in one little storefront, in a little corner of the Lower East Side. And Prabhupada's incorporating it as the International Society. Only Prabhupada had this vision. Prabhupada knew the power of the order of his guru. Prabhupada knew the power of the Holy Name. And what he did to spread the Holy Name, San Francisco, Montreal, London, Paris, Hamburg, all over America, all over India, all over Europe, all over Australia. In Prabhupada's lifetime, the Krishna Consciousness Movement, Prabhupada said himself, with all humility, it is spreading like wildfire. Wherever he would open a temple, it was filled up and overcrowded with devotees practically immediately. Here in London, Prabhupada was living at Tittenhurst Estate, the house of John Lennon of the Beatles, because there was no temple, there was no facility. And then somehow or other they got this facility that they were renting at Berry Place, near the British Museum, that was glorious. They actually had a place with several floors for the devotees. And the next time Prabhupada came, it was so overcrowded. People were sleeping in the stairways. People were sleeping in the hallways. Prabhupada said, we need a bigger place for the devotees. So George Harrison helped and got Bhaktivedanta Manor. This is the way it was all over the world. Wherever Prabhupada started a center, it was just overcrowded, overflowing. 26th Second Avenue, within a few months, it just was outgrown. They went to 61 Second Avenue. Hardly a year later, they had to go all the way to Brooklyn to get a big building, gigantic building. And that wasn't big enough. They got a skyscraper in 55th Street, and that was overflowing. Adivo. These are very transcendental problems. They got church in Toronto, it was overflowing with over a hundred devotees. They got a place in Montreal, about 80, 90 devotees soon. Full time, living within. New Dwarka, big church, overflowing with devotees. 
spreading like wildfire. And Prabhupada, yes, he created a worldwide family. And what keeps that family alive? Prabhupada is the founder Acharya of Iskand. It was the spirit of his vision and his love that manifested Lord Chaitanya, Rupa Goswami, and our Parampara's mercy to manifest all over the world. Prabhupada never considered ISKCON to be his movement. This is Rupa Goswami's movement. This is Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. This is Radha Gokulananda's movement. Prabhupada would say, my only qualification, I'm simply repeating the words of my Guru Maharaj, which is the perfect word of God. But Prabhupada declared himself to be the founder Acharya because he was the one who was specially empowered to bring the full-fledged essence of the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the whole world. The first person in all of history to take the highest substance of Lord Chaitanya's grace to the world. It was Lord Chaitanya's instruction, Nityananda Prabhu's prediction, that in every town and village throughout the world, my name should be chanted. Hadivo. Now, Mahaprabhu himself traveled throughout most all of India and fulfilled that prophecy. And Rupa Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, and the others of Vrindavan, the six Goswamis, they they established the very foundation through their literatures, through their through their behavior, through their example, through establishing the greatness of Vrindavan, which is the ultimate goal of Vaishnava. And the other Acharyas all played their roles in such a perfect way. Many descended from Goloka Vrindavan just to preserve the essence and increase the essence and manifest the essence of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy. But according to the prediction, it was Srila Prabhupada that was the one who took this mercy as it is and spread it throughout the world and influenced every type of person from scholars to hippies, from very religious people to atheists, practically every major language of the world, Prabhupada's books were being translated and distributed by the tens and millions. So Prabhupada's vision, Prabhupada's spirit, Prabhupada's directions of how how to expand the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in its pure form throughout the world is Prabhupada's mission. You were listening to Radhanath Swami on devotionalnectar.com.